Charlotte Soccer Show. John Hayes, Danny Brams. We're in the house. We're in the office for a Super Bowl Sunday special episode. It's pregame, but it's postgame. Go America. What a day this is. We got to watch our local football club, and now we get to watch your favorite NFL team. It's a, it's a it's a weekend, and we're in the office because it's a business weekend. We won the friendly. Now it's go time to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, it, it's that simple, and and it's a three no win for the crowd Whew. on a Saturday with probably what did you what would you say five thousand fans in the house. Uh, they said it was a max twenty five hundred. It seemed like when we were in the line waiting to get in, it seemed like thousands of people from all over the Carolinas. I thought the line was going to take yeah, three exactly. hours. The line was bugging us, but it did speed up pretty quick, and we all got in there in good time, enough to get three a beer, three right minutes. at kickoff. Yeah. yeah, when we got into the, the seats, which were incredible, by the way. Right. Like, right down there. GA, first come, first serve, was, worked out for everybody. Pitch side, a, a great way to watch the squad, and so much excitement, and uh, the ability to, to be on the goal line, go from Elizabeth, and get into Uptown Danny Brams. It was a not just a preseason right. friendly for Charlotte FC. <laughs> right. It's a preseason friendly for us. Right. Going through all the, the same steps we used to go through for match days last year and getting our first like run through the whole routine. It was great. What are you drinking, Danny Brams? Uh, so it's Super Bowl Sunday, and I know we love to talk about local beers and local breweries all over this show, but I actually found myself drinking a bottle of Malbec, a uh, 2019 vintage uh, called Excel. I don't know the name. Excelsior or something like that, but... Uh, Nice little uh, deep red, spicy red for the people. For Argentina, Vamos Argentina, we love it. For Enzo Capetti, I'm drinking red wine tonight. And uh, Enzo was on the score sheet. It was beautiful. Man, it's it's a full debut at the keep inside the fortress. Wait, what are you drinking? What are you drinking? Captain Jack. Okay, thank you. Okay. Captain Jack. I'm just Keeping so it local. I'm so excited about Enzo. You you said it, man. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a full, full debut. We we get to see him start. Doesn't go the full ninety because of uh, Christian Latanzio, of course. Line change. You know, brings in ten subs, full full ten subs. <laughs> Gotta love a friendly with about twenty minutes to go, mm-hmm. and and we can talk about that. So there's two things that we're gonna do on this reaction episode. And uh, by the way, the the wine. Is perfectly paired with the the weather today in the QC. It's treat me right. Just a cold, dreary, rainy Sunday mm-hmm. with a nice glass of of red. You're doing it right. I, I feel like I'm on the beach, uh, you know, down yeah. down Argentina way. I, I feel I feel great right now. Or, or maybe out in the desert. Yeah, you know, you know yeah. At, near a spring somewhere, <laughs> ready to dive into the deep end. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, before we do that, let's let's start with the question Danny that we asked on our Twitter handle which by the way at for the crown baby you can tweet us there great to see our tifos a ton of them Michael Volak Jenny as well thanks for stopping by and hanging with us but what was uh, we the saw qu- so many old friends yesterday yeah we great. did Bridget yeah, was there the, as well the, uh, the community all just came together we were high-fiving people we saw people we were all waiting speaking of the line half the people we got to see were like waiting at the line that yeah. was amazing JPP yeah. went by yeah uh, during All the, the folks, line, every, yeah. everybody did. It was it was great to see everybody. But the question we asked after the match was, "What was your biggest takeaway?" And we got a ton of t- ton of answers. Thank you so much. And, and that's the first question I wanted to ask you. It's like we walk out of that building. It's three nil. And what's your first thought? Big win. You know, revenge. We call it a revenge game. It was important to go beat Darby Charleston Battery. Darby win three second half goals after kind of a, a sloppy first half. 
Uh, Carroll did not have the ball as much as I wanted in the first half. I remember that being my presiding like halftime thought was like, I was told Carroll Swiderski was going to have the ball a lot more in this uh, attacking mid role, and like, it's like guys need to get it to him. It's, I felt like the team was always trying to advance up the wings more than through the center, and I think we have what it takes to like go through the center a little bit more personally. So great takeaway. It's a great takeaway. I agree with you in that first half. It'd be nice to see Carroll on the ball more, and eventually he will. And I think Charleston played pretty compactly, though. They weren't getting a ton of width, Charleston, at all. They were kind of packing in, playing defense, didn't have many chances themselves. Latanzio said after the match that he was, you know, a little bit concerned about the amount of chances that Charleston had. And I do think there was a couple big chances, maybe one big chance. And I think that's fair. But other than those big chances, not a lot of action mm-hmm. around the goal for for Charleston. So I, I hear that. And, and for me, tactically, I guess for uh, in a different scenario, Carroll might see more of the ball against a team yeah. that wants to play with more width more and, soccer, and yeah. be able to, you know, actually play that one on one. Yeah, the Charleston guys were out there and, like, you know, shout out to. Uh, one of, another one of our friends, Mike Umberger, the resident USL slash independent super fan expert, like uh, he was like he was speaking up to us. He was like, you know, these Charleston guys, you know, like give them give them a little, you know, I, I you know, uh, they're not horrible. And there was one guy that caught the eye. The guy, there was a guy that looked a little like Brendan Aronson out there, who was doing some things in the first half. I, I didn't catch his name because I didn't see any. Yeah, he was wearing pink boots yeah. in the middle. Yeah, yeah exactly. He, he was somebody stuff. that that I saw as. You know, a, a solid player, but there was you know a, who else was wearing pink boots? Carroll and Enzo both. So, what do you think of the combo? What, what, like, regardless of how much Carroll got the ball when they did combine, like, what do you think of the 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 two forward pair? Like, is Carroll a forward or is he midfielder? Is another good question I want to ask you. And like, what do you think? Not enough um, interplay between those two. Mm-hmm. Too much space between the players right space that, between <laughs> to quote Dave Matthews you yeah. and I <laughs> yeah exactly you know it's like an, wicked and, lies man exactly we were told they were going to play together and there was just I would say just like close that up by 10 yards or so mm-hmm. because it felt like a lot of the balls into Enzo Capetti were like long balls they, mm-hmm. were, they were going like bypassing Carroll almost you know from the midfield line just right. bypassing that Right. That next step of the build-up. And it was like, go, go down the field in the wing, bring it to the top of the box, and then go back to the wing and just never really get... Like, it was like, cross it, just send it. Just send, I was thinking, send it, send it, send right. it the whole time. So, we should see more of that, obviously. It's a, it's a preseason friendly. Guys are working stuff out, timing. Ashley Westwood was in that midfield. And he, he was that, that... There's that link, right? So, mm-hmm. let's talk about what we have in the center of the pitch, right? This is what it looks like. It's Capetti, it's Swiderski, and it's Westwood. You can play. Spine. You can play mm-hmm. right down the middle with those three players, mm-hmm. and they just have to kind of like take up their own space and be able to successfully pass in and out. And then you have bombers down the wings with a Vargas, with a Gaines. Great assist from McKenzie Gaines. I kept thinking of the the thought running through my head the whole game, what uh, second half, like the whole twenty minute stretch they played after, the, especially after the assist was. Just Gaines turns crossing into a from a weakness into a strength. Yeah. He's just a very good crosser now. Yeah. After like a year ago, this time we felt he was not. So he came on mm-hmm. in the uh, for the final twenty minutes. Mackenzie mm-hmm. Gaines. He was not in the starting group. Right. Did that stick out to the you? Sub, the sub scored two goals versus the starters for one. Right. So I mean, there you have it. Maybe we wore him down a little bit, but uh, um, because the goals were kind of easy, they weren't. 
they weren't necessarily beautiful plays, but you know, McKenzie burning a guy down the wing and crossing to a wide open uh, tap in in the middle uh, is not the worst game plan. I, I didn't mind it. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, right. That's that's something combined with you know Ben Bender getting on the, the score sheet, right? As well. You had a thought on Ben. You thought Bender. You Bender proved himself a fighter to you, right? He did. I, yeah. I think like. He's somebody that is just refusing to go away in the squad, and that's really good from a young player because we talked about depth, and I think ultimately we got to find time. Latanzio is charged with this, right? His he, let's see if he can balance this, Christian Latanzio, because this mm-hmm. is the the biggest job of his life, mm-hmm. right? And, and and he needs to balance a player like Ben Bender who needs to play, but there's a logjam at that position mm-hmm. in the midfield, so. How do we use the fixtures to play him enough to keep him happy in his current role? Mm-hmm. So he's he's now man managing a full squad mm-hmm. and having to keep twenty plus players satisfied with the amount of playing time that they're going to get, and he's also the boss tactically for the first full season of his career. Mm-hmm. I think what we saw Saturday was a. Like a total win for Latanzio in that, like he has the tools, and now we get to see how he implements all these tools and what it looks right. like. Because being, you know, maybe a little too critical after seeing one friendly, the, the first thirty minutes just was not good enough. It just wasn't, you know, <laughs> like it was. It was slow. It was methodical. Mm-hmm. It was. It was uh, timid. It was working out timing. It was timid, right? And that's right. and that's the thing. It's preseason, right. right? So I think like, and then you have this, the second group come in, Danny. The and last thirty minutes was nice. The last thirty minutes yeah. was fun. It was it was a joy mm-hmm. to watch. We maybe, wore them down. And maybe we that's wore because them there's down. maybe that's yeah. because there's fresh legs, and that's we, not fair. We chanted Charleston a battery into oblivion. Shout out to the fans who showed up. Like we were sitting right in the Blue Furious section, and the chants were mighty black and blue all night long. It was great, like all afternoon long, I guess. But. Yeah. Uh, uh, it felt like the nighttime yeah, in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> I crashed early once I got home. But uh, uh, the uh, the scene was great. You know, the scene was nice. Uh, people were rekindling old traditions. There's new chants. Like, if you are someone who likes to chant in the supporter section and you're not on, on like into the new chants, I'm sure there's going to be information available everywhere. Oh, which makes me... You know, which in the supporters groups. But, like, go to the practice. Right. You might or, go, you or, might, it might be time to go to a chant practice is what I'm saying. Or just listen to the show and we'll teach you the new ones. Like, my favorite from Saturday, <laughs> which is Derek Jones... <laughs> Has he's got, got it going, going on. on. Yeah. Derek Jones, <laughs> Jones has got it going on. Yeah, I mean, we. I believe we need more specific player chance. So, like, Derek was just, like, looking really good out there. And, yeah. like, we just, like, got... It, you, you had the inspiration from Stacy's mom to get some DJ out, love. You know? And let's, like, let's keep that going. That'd be fun. Huge storyline. He's yeah. playing center back. Right? You're right. But some of his best... He had some good moments. His best moment, though, was when he advanced from center back to midfield. And like we bobbed and weaved his way through three dudes and like like right. uh, passed it up into an attack. Like he's still better as a midfielder, but he was he was admirable as a center back. It's a great call out. It's it's a it's a great way to actually underscore the fact that a player in that role, someone who's going from midfield to center back, making that transition, a lot of times it's difficult. And mm-hmm. and when you see a flash like that in midfield, you ask yourself, hmm, should he actually be playing in that position instead of center back? Mm-hmm. 
And right now he's coverage, so Carujo is back at this point. Unless we sign somebody, which is possibility. I wouldn't rule it out even at this late date. If I was Derek Jones, I would in my mind say I don't want to be a center back for the rest of my career. Like, You're right, right, you exactly. That His future's now. in I, midfield. I still so like, have, yeah, exactly. You know, he what what Iron Fist, Velvet Glove. Glove. Yeah, exactly. I mean it's it's so and, true. And I, this, I'm going to steal a take. If I can steal a take, I read on Twitter, I think from someone at, at Major League Soccer, soccer.com. Uh, I forget which one, but someone said this, which was uh, much like Brandon Vasquez last year, uh, who had a great season for Cincinnati. Derek Jones has a potential to be someone who participated in the U.S. Men's National Youth Program and then didn't really advance you know, to the senior team uh, consideration at all and then like fought his way back into consideration. That's that's a possibility for Derrick Jones if he comes out and has like a strong season dominating a midfield in this league. I think, but we'll see. Wow, it's it's man. You, sometimes you just like melt my face with a, a take, and, <laughs> and it just happened right there. And yeah. I like it. I yeah. like it. Like because yesterday we were talking about the the point of the match, mm-hmm. and and the reason why we're doing this podcast is because you know we see it as I see it as scouting. Mm-hmm. Right where I need to get eyes on these players, see the level of fitness, see the technical ability to understand exactly what we're working with this season. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time that we get eyes on in a in an, in an opportunity to see like basically the full roster play. It's great, except for George Marks, who right. I don't think was dressed. Was he dressed? Adam Armour wasn't dressed either for the match. I never did see Marks, to be honest. I wasn't keeping an eagle eye out for him, but I saw uh, Armour and Milanda in street clothes. Milanda in street um, clothes. Pablo Go 90 is encouraging to me. We do have one more closed-door friendly against Birmingham Legion right before the season starts. Nice. Maybe Marks will get some minutes there. It's too bad but, that's closed door. Yeah. Well, I, I don't yeah. understand that. To me, I'm just, I already moved past it. I, already, I accepted and moved on. I think uh, I accepted that. I pretend in my mind that this was our last preseason game before the yeah. season starts. But... Who knows what will happen with George like uh, in that maybe situation. But Pablo, I mean, there's a big, like we, we'll have at a later date. Let's just, let's reserve uh, a Pablo segment in the future because there's discussion there. For there, sure. there is. Yeah. There is. It, it's the, the Charlotte Soccer Show, John Hayes, Danny Brams. Thank you so much for, for hanging out, Danny, at the house, in the office. Right. All business weekend, baby. Win the friendly, win the Super Bowl. Go Birds. Go Birds. And we still have some more business at hand because the question that I thought of during the match that I wanted to ask you on the show was if you could take that starting 11 and inject people from the second 10 who would come off and who would go in I would my ideal lineup would be uh, take that starting 11 take Haggard out for Bronico Okay. And then put Kerwin Vargas on left wing instead of right wing and put McKenzie Gaines at right wing and have Camille come off the bench. And that's my starting 11. Nice. Nice. I think it makes sense. I think that, that means Derek, that Derek Jones is like he gets the call. Yeah. At, at center back. So, yeah, I mean, we're tied to a uh, uh, potential center back, uh, Nicholas Hernandez, if I remember correctly, who's like uh, out there on the market and we've like inquired about. I don't really think we need to sign anybody. There was a big trade in MLS this week of like Jonathan Mensa, who's like a very veteran MLS center back going from Columbus to San Jose. Not his contract was nothing that Charlotte FC wanted to touch at this point in our development, obviously. But like knowing that like, but he's a really good player. So like knowing that like guys like that are out there and like we haven't really 
at least at, behind the but, scenes, I'm sure discussions are being had. I'm not just denying that, but just like we feel confident with DJ like covering Tom Cruise because I think Cruise will come back soon. Quick question: If Milan is available. Does that change things? So, Milan had a adductor injury, is yes. what uh, minor. Uh, minor. I, all it's, I know, it's, it's an you know, it's a minor injury. It is an, an adductor. I, I, I'm I'm big in fantasy soccer in like sort of like a year round uh, situation where I, I have like teams in all the leagues, uh, and I've lost guys that are very important to my teams through adductor injuries, like for extended amounts of time. So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a doctor <laughs> as is obvious. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with Melinda, but like I, at this point, if he didn't play today, I would say 50, 50 for the opener. At so, best, at he, best. so here is my um, biggest takeaway from the match is that Charlotte FC is going to be starting its season potentially with a pair of backup center backs. One of those players is a midfield player, like that could be a right. major issue. That's for why this we have squad. to go out and score goals. What like then like that, we got to be Napoli. We just got to score a bunch of goals, and then it won't matter. We can win three one against New England on our opener. Come on, yes, man. okay, well, easily. Okay, so that means that the club has to win at home for sure. Of course, right? That and that. So that is the first step right here. Mm-hmm. But remember, they don't. The, we can win club, three two against New England. I don't two care. matches. Yeah. Two matches on on the road were won last year. It was bad. Yeah. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Yeah, but it I, I like, think it yeah. was two. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, NYFC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Chicago. Yeah. And was there, was there another away win? Chalk it up. If there was a third, I promise you there wasn't a fourth. <laughs> Cheers so, to that. <laughs> so yeah, like that that to me is 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 the is a real concern mm-hmm. that this, this this team right now. I mean, we've got a, a kid Called up in within the in the system, a UNC Charlotte kid, Neely playing thirty number thirty seven as well. You know, yeah, all yeah. of a sudden, number thirty seven was uh, was out there shining in the second bit of the game. I was pleased with Sobo Cop, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. I got no beef with Sobosinski. Uh, he got minutes last year, and he's ready to step up. I assume he's been training. I assume he's been learning. I assume Guzman Carujo and Christian Fuchs are pulling him aside at, at practices for the last. Can, month why and can't Fuchs just play again? Like, can we just? How see great! <laughs> How great to see the I mean, legend, dude, like the legend out there. Come coaching. on, man! Like yeah. you were, you were in decent enough shape to play center back. You played center right. back for the Independence. Just go out there and like right. be, be the. Uh... Believe in Sobo Cup. Okay, I believe. Okay. Yeah. No, nah, I'm just, I'm just screwing around about Fuchs. I, I don't want him back in the squad. But Sobo Cup, one of the best nicknames on the. On the team, probably top three for sure. Easily, as yeah. far as our nicknames are concerned. Okay. Do we give credit to uh, uh, Sports Addict Real Matt Barbie for that? He's like, I think he's the first person I, I ever heard say. So, so yeah. yeah, somebody definitely yeah. Uh, sent in the yeah. nickname at For the Crown yeah. Baby, which by the way, one of the great there. tifos out there, man. And um, we're looking forward to. By the way, we got some people who have committed to coming to Elizabeth Parlor Room at Hooligans FC. Let's for, get more, for let's the get St. Some Louis more match. commitments. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So if, if you're exactly. excited about the game uh, to start the season, March fourth on the on the twenty fifth, we'll be at the keep. But then that following Saturday, yeah, March March fourth at the parlor room at Hooligans FC in Elizabeth, gonna be amazing. Is it a seven thirty kick? Is it an eight thirty kick? Uh, I think that it's a eight thirty kick by you right in that yeah, yeah right in that seven to nine p.m. Yeah, yeah, which is a, because what, again the mall trust the mall back that it's eight thirty and if it's wrong blame it on the mall back. 
We're in the ballpark, man. It's like yeah. it's, it's like it's like hitting a good golf shot. You know, you're right. inside, you're inside exactly. ten feet. You, you <laughs> yeah. got a chance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You got a chance. Right. Yeah. Which, by the way, the waste management we're keeping our eye on, on that. Is I do I'm, know this. I do know this. Sorry. Do you have a waste management point? My my waste management take is like it's they're like halfway through the back down. I want to get down there and start watching that soon. All right. Well, I'll just say <laughs> then let's keep going. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so like okay, the center back position, we're good. We're good there because right. the reinforcements are coming. Yeah. They they're coming. If it's Milan and Guzman starting the year, I'm like we are we are stacked. But their backups are playing to start the season potentially. That's not good. DJ at center back gives but us. We're okay. DJ at center back solves two problems at once. That's the only thing I got to say. Okay. Because it lets just us go with Westwood Bronico as the as the sixes, and we don't have that fight for playing time between the three of them. And wondering like, do you take Westwood out for DJ or you know, God forbid, you like I I got screamed down from the masses for even suggesting last time, episode that Ronnie <laughs> might sit down. So what can I say? Well, that's that's the last question I need to ask about, <laughs> yeah. right? Because there's there's there's. I think that you could predict this if you thought about it. The one name we haven't mentioned on the show that we should talk about at within that group, within that midfield group, potentially within that winger group, someone that scored the third goal, right for Charlotte FC. Some and there's there's prominent people in the uh, Charlotte FC social media community who believe. That the player you're about to mention was the best player on the pitch the entire 90 minutes. 77. Right. Nuno Santos. Right. I read you perfectly on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I figured you would because he's, I mean, his energy level, he scored that goal. He was pumped. He knows he's fighting for his spot. And he's like, right. he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be available in the box. Mm-hmm. I think as far as like finishing ability is concerned, mm-hmm. there's a reason why he scored. I would rank Nuno Santos as top three finisher on the squad. With Kopetti, uh, Swiderski, and Santos. Those are the three. Wow. Finishing ability. Pure finishing ability. I love it. Just pure class. They can pick mm-hmm. a target and hit the net. Right. Right? There's just it's it's like a little bit of a next level. It's a mm-hmm. it's a jump up from a McCain, a Gaines or a Vargas. Right. I mean you saw that in his goal. As the cross came across, he picked a spot. He went low left corner and just fucking slid slid it in. Yeah. You know? Easy. Yeah. Easy, just and that confidence around goal. Mm-hmm. He's somebody that. If, okay, so what's the what's the the name of the game this this year to start? Right, you said goal scoring. Right, it's got to be. So you have to have. It's got to be. You have to have Santos available. Mm-hmm. He is somebody that if he's not starting, he has to be like a first sub, a fifty-five that, to seventy yeah. minute sub who comes in to try right. to kind of reorganize the game Whoever's and not, be put yeah. in a position to in the box to get a finishing touch. Yeah. It's, it's, I like that a lot, actually. Yeah. I mean, there's spots out there. I, it's a fight for every position, for sure. I feel like Vargas and Yusviak sort of have a preferred position just based on different reasons each. Yeah. I just feel like uh, Laddie loves Vargas for whatever reason more than anybody. And I don't disagree with it. It's not like... I, he's not my number one in that spot, but like I get that he's going to be on the pitch. You think, think Santos can just play that right wing? No, I think Var- what, hap- what needs to happen is Vargas needs to go to the left wing. Like I mean, I hinted at that earlier. You did, like, like you yeah. Did. And then someone needs to, else needs to play right wing. And like Camille, like, well, you said Gaines too, but what about Santos? But I think Camille has a preferred spot in the starting eleven based on his contract. I mean, I really do. I just think like it's like 
He does. He, he's a great. He's not as bad. Like I'm not gonna sit here and we we bashed Camille all last season, and like I was probably guilty. I was certainly more guilty of that more than you. Even yeah, I'll admit okay. it, obviously. And I'm not trying to bash him, but I'm just trying to say like that. I think that most of the guys behind him are, I believe, what should play more than him right now. And I think he's a bulldog, and I think he has his role. He might be better as a super sub. Late. That's all. It's a good problem to have for the manager. <laughs> right, who, exactly. Who, by the way... I'm not trying to end on a negative note. Like here. we yeah, said, yeah. has the opportunity here to yeah. take those puzzle pieces and put this thing together. One thing we do know is Enzo Copetti. It was it was fantastic to, to see him on the pitch, mm-hmm. to, to score a goal. This man, remember, we celebrated his signing. I, I drink, I'll drink them all back uh, to that for sure. For one reason, right? Is because when you make a signing at striker, mm-hmm. when you when you spend that type of cash mm-hmm. to bring in somebody whose number one job is to play forward and score goals, it's a beautiful thing. Think about this: the first game that all us diehard Charlotte FC supporters that made sure we were going to this game, the first thing we ever saw was Enzo Capetti opening his account at fucking the Fortress, like. It's amazing, you know. Like he, he, like that's how you make a splash of the signing, and I look forward to many more. I predicted, I predicted twenty five plus goal contributions from Enzo. I think this year, I might have been ambitious and said thirty, but let's go to scale that back to twenty five, and then uh, uh, I think he's going to get a lot of goals and a few, a handful of assists, and it's going to be nice. So he had some crosses. With that he in sent mind, a couple crosses. He did, he did. But with that in mind, when we're thinking about the logjam at midfield, when we're thinking about the wings, let's think about one thing: who has the ability from dangerous angles to whip one into the box? Who has the ability to feed the man who's going to to get you the goal? Right. That has to be what you consider. Whether it's Gaines, whether it's Uzviak, whether it's Vargas, whether it's Santos. Whether it's Westwood coming forward, <laughs> he's got Westwood's going to be nice. Westwood was like barking orders out there a little bit and just like keeping guys on their shit. If you if you yeah. pardon the expression, like he he brings a Premier League pedigree to a club that just like demands you give your all at all times. When I minutes. when I said Santos was the third best finisher, mm-hmm. there was like a little bit of competition in my mind for Westwood. That's he popped in my would head. Be as well. the, would yeah. be the yeah. fourth. Yeah, you know, it's, like, it's, it's all about class and. It, it looks like to us at this point, Charlotte FC has some class. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of it's a matter of making sure that your back line is shored up and making sure that your fitness is at the right level to, to go hard to start the season and get off to a great start. It, it's the Charlotte Soccer Show. I'm John Hayes, Danny Brams. Um, we're we're going to still do an episode on Thursday. Right? Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. we're going we're gonna to be at Elizabeth Park. This is a rapid room. response. We were hoping to go 15 minutes. How long did we go? 26. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us, Tifos. You're all the best. Cheers to you. Sorry for any factual errors, but enjoy the Super Bowl. And as always, for the crown, baby. (laughs) 